0: What's good, family? Let's get into this word, y'all. We're going to start with the devotional as always. It says, God wants us to have praises in our mouth and his sword in our hands. Spiritual warfare doesn't work if our mouth is full of complaining and admitting defeat. Our mouth speaks or reveals what's in our hearts. Our mouth speaks or reveals what's in our hearts. So if you have pain in your heart, your mouth will speak pain. If you have recklessness in your heart, your mouth will be reckless. Okay, maybe that's a little extensive, but I, that's how I take it. We were created to worship, and we are now called to engage in warfare. Warfare and worship go together. The high praises of God must be coming out of our mouth, and our hands must, be securely, ho- must securely hold on to the double-edged sword which is none other than the word of our God. This sword is the spirit to bind and execute punishment on the enemy. We are used to only being delivered from bondage. We are used to only being delivered from bondage. Instead, God is now preparing a mighty generation to put the enemy in bondage, to put chains on the focus of darkness, to put chains on the forces of darkness through the authority of Jesus' name. As Jesus said in Matthew 12 and 28, how can one enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he binds the spirit, unless he binds the strong man? I cannot read today. And then he will plunder his house. The roles have been reversed. The enemy used to bind us. Now we can bind him through the victory of almighty Jesus, who is invincible. This is more than just being free from the enemy. This is being empowered to successfully fight the enemy. This is my favorite part. It says, "This honor have all His saints. Victory, dominion, and a fighting spirit are an honor. This honor to take dominion, to trample to trample upon forces of darkness, to bind the enemy has been given to all His saints. This honor belongs to all of God's children. Victory is not just for a few, but for all." Authority over the enemy belongs to all believers. You were called not just to receive deliverance, but to walk in dominion. Don't just wait for God to cast out every enemy, but walk in the power of the Holy Spirit to actively resist whatever he has not yet removed. Mm. Y'all, speaking of that, there was a situation that happened today at work. Mm that caused me to walk in my flesh. And they tried me to a point where I had to remind myself who I was. And it just reminds me of this scripture, like, you know, it's okay to fight back, but it's how you fight back. And as it talked about how our mouth speaks or reveals what's in our hearts, I, my heart felt some type of way. I had some pain in my heart due to the way that I was spoken to. And I'm somebody that takes criticism very well, but it was the way that it came about to me that offended me. That had me on the edge, but I had to watch my mouth. Not only did I had to watch my mouth, but I had to watch my facial expression. So I thank God for these masks in this pandemic because when I started getting mad, I used I used that mask as a shield to cover my mouth. So I wouldn't even say anything. Because I knew that my face would literally give away everything that I felt and would literally change the topic to the point where somebody's tone might change because of the face that I'm making. So I had to watch myself because you never know who's watching you. And, you know, we call ourselves believers, but there are people out there that are watching us to to see if we'll slip up. Or there's some people out there that's watching us that want to be believers, but they're watching your walk to see if that's a lifestyle they don't want to live. And if they see you flying off the handle, cussing and whatnot, and showing your tail, they're not going to want to be a believer. They're not going to want to follow Christ. And I know it's a hard thing to do, but we also got to remind ourselves that we're not perfect. And I mean, I said some things today that I shouldn't have said, but I didn't say it in front of them. You know, I'm very close with my big bosses to where they called me in my office and just allowed me to vent to them as they laughed at me, because I don't know why everybody thinks it's funny when I get mad, but... I sat in there and I just talked to them about how I felt. And, I mean, it made me feel better. And then when I left, I also, when I got my car, I had to talk to God and remind myself of who I was because I almost at a point lost who I was in there. Because one thing about me is that I don't mind, you know, everybody gets upset and whatnot, but it's the way that you talk to people. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. And some people don't know how to speak. And the people that came from my neck today, They know how to speak and they really had the wrong one, but that's okay. Let's move on. Genesis 1 and 28 says, God blessed them and said to them, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. So I take that scripture. When it says be fruitful and increase in number, I take it as like, since I don't. Since I'm not married, I mean, I can't really be fruitful when it comes to, like, having children. That's what, because of my mind when I think of fruitful. But when it says the increase in number, I think I'm along the lines of, as a believer, the goal is to get more believers. So by you doing what you're supposed to do and following God and being obedient to the word of God, you can increase in number just by allowing people to watch how you follow Christ. And people will tend to follow the same thing that they follow. They'll look up to you. They'll inspire. You'll inspire them. Like I have many people to tell me how I inspire them and the things that I do. And I'm like, me? I inspire you? You know, sometimes I feel like I'm slipping. But to know that the grace of God still follows me and I still try my best to do by God's word. And people still find that to be, you know, something to follow. It's a blessing to be hot, humble, open and transparent. You feel me? But we're going to move over. Psalms 149, chapter, Psalm chapter 149, verses 6 through 9 says, May the praise of God be in their mouths and a double-edged sword in their hands to inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples, to bind their kings with fetters, their nobles with shackles of iron, to carry out the sentence written against them and his glory, of all his faithful people. Praise the Lord. So what I take from that is. May the praises of God be in their mouths. If that speaks for themselves. So you should constantly be praising God. Through everything that goes on. And a double edged sword in their hands. So you always got to be prepared for the enemy. Because the enemy stays on attack mode. And at all costs. That's where you got to know the word of God. In order to know the word of God. You got to read the word of God. And in order to read the word of God, you got to read your Bible. And a lot of people don't understand their Bible. And that's the best thing about you version the Bible app, because you can literally find a Bible plan that fits for you in the situation that you're going through and go based off on it. And you'll find yourself enjoying it and realizing that the Bible has some funny moments that make you laugh and some that check you literally as you're reading it. But as we continue reading, it says to inflict vengeance on the nations and punishment on the peoples. So that double-edged sword that God gives you, God also talks about in the Bible how you can't mess with God's belief, like God's children. You don't disrespect God's children. And that's what God gives us a sword for, you know? So when people start disrespecting you, you use what God has taught you so that you can be able to fight off the enemy when he's on attack mode. So everything that we read in our Bibles, everything that God tells us, that sword is just that. So that we don't have to risk allowing our heart to be, what is the word I'm trying to say? We don't have to allow our heart to be affected by the things that people say. But in, instead, we use what God has taught us in these moments of being angry, which we'll learn in this Bible plan title, Fight Back. But as we continue on to the next scripture coming from Hebrews chapter four, verse 12, it says for the word of God is alive and active, sharper than any double edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow. And it judges the heart and it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So, When I see that it says that for the word of God is alive and active, just like that song, um, the blood still works. How it talks about um, how the blood still has power and it was shed many years ago and it still works. That's literally right there in this scripture for the word of God is alive and active. It has not lost its power. God is still alive. Jesus is still alive. And both are well active. Still moving in our lives to this day. So everything about that sentence is 100% active. I mean, accurate and active. Sharper than any double-edged sword. God is sharper than any. Like, he knows. He literally told us that he has our lives planned out. Not to harm. But to prosper you know, not to do us wrong, but to protect us and to keep us in his precious will. God wants the greatness for us. He wants us to be great. He wants us to be rich. He wants us to be happy. He wants us to live a life, um, a life of no sin. But God also knows that when he put us in this world, we were born into sin and God gave us the option of Jesus Christ dying for our sins Literally to basically, like, I feel like I'm teaching the kindergartners, y'all forgive me, but he gave us Jesus so that whosoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And all we have to do is believe in God, believe in Jesus as well, and do exactly what the Bible tells us to do. Like, that's literally all we have to do. God's not asking for us to... Throw our entire life away, but he's asking us to trust him. Try me. Let me perfect you. That's why you can't go out and judge people based off of their actions because you never know if somebody has just given their life over to Christ and they're still working through the kings. Ain't nobody perfect, you know? You don't give your life to Christ and then the next moment, you know, you're completely cleansed and you're a walking angel. You know, we still battle fleshly things on this earth. That's why the Bible says that we were born into sin. But it's up to us to change that, whether we want to be believers in Christ or not. Then it says it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit. It pen- the sword will penetrate anything. That's how God works. Like his word is so powerful. It'll check anybody, whether you're a believer or not. Sometimes we'll be on Twitter and we'll see that one thing and we're like, dang, that's the most relatable thing I've ever seen in my life. Like that just checked me. God will do that as well. He'll check you in the heartbeat and won't think back and think and won't think twice about it. It talks about joints and marrow. It'll penetrate through anything, anything, even the ones that said they're not a believer. Sometimes that one word will come up and you're like, you know what? That'll preach. That right there will preach. Then as it ends, it says it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. And by that, I think of it as like, it judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Literally what it says, it judges the thoughts and the attitudes of the heart. So all of that to say, I wanna kinda just tackle this as a whole. It's okay to fight back, but it's how you fight back that matters. Because as I said, you have people that'll constantly be watching you in your walk with Christ. And the moment that you slip up, people will be watching for that moment. Oh, like, okay, they call themselves a Christian, but I'm pretty sure they do this and they do that. So they'll be watching for these moments for you to slip up so they can call you out on your mess. But you got to be careful. You got to be careful and stay prayed up and stay asking God to help you become the best you that you can be. Because you don't want to act out of character. That's one thing that happened to me today that I didn't want to do. Well, that's one thing that didn't happen to me today. You know, I tried not to act out of my character in front of everybody. I was upset, but I knew that I just couldn't go rambling off and start cussing. Everybody looking at me like, oh, Desmond, you a believer, but you up here cussing like a sailor. Like, you really tripping. So I had to watch myself and distance myself. Everybody that didn't know the situation, like, look, I can't talk right now. I'm a little upset. I'll talk to y'all later. Like, I was so livid. If it wasn't for my mask, my whole face would have told everything. That's how ticked off I was. You know, sometimes things just get us upset, but it's not, it's not, how can I say it? Basically what I said earlier, you know, it's not, it's not wrong to fight back, but it's how you fight back. I was able to fight back in a situation by speaking to my bosses and like, look, this is what happened. I don't feel like this is safe because X, Y, Z when I tried to speak to them, they wasn't trying to listen because my bosses are over them. So by speaking to them, they was able to get that message across to them like, hey, you know, he did this, that, and the third to prevent this from happening. So here's that. So just by simple things like that, I was able to fight back by not being negative in the situation. So we just got to kind of correct ourselves and watch what we say, not only as believers, but people who aren't believers as well, because you constantly have people watching you, whether people like the content that you post or they find you attractive or they think that you're funny or whatever the situation is. You constantly have people watching you. So you got to be mindful of the things that you say, because nobody wants to be talked about. Nobody want to be disrespected. But in the world, we live and it's going to happen. And that's OK. And it also leads back to this Bible plan. It's not it's nothing wrong with fighting back, but it's how you fight back that matters. But that's all I got. Turn the mic out.